Welcome to the Soul Tribe Podcast. The Soul Tribe Podcast was created to help you navigate through the world of spirituality, wellness, and self-development in an easy, grounded, and relatable way. We break down everything from the Akashic Records, manifesting, spirituality, and so much more. We want to help expand your boundaries and bring the spiritual world to you in a fun and easy way. Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Soul Tribe Podcast. Today's episode, we're calling Energetic Parasites. Or parasites Something in general. Something like that. <laughs> or parasites in general. Um, this idea I had because this is actually something I've done. I've been doing for almost a year. And I've heard quite a few people in the last two weeks, either I've heard it brought up by people saying, oh, I, this thing is coming in my head or this has happened. Or, or, I, or I even heard people like talk about it on other like like spiritual content stuff, like they would say, and then I would realize that people don't know about it. I'm like, wait, wow, this is something we didn't talk about in the podcast. And this is something that I guess not everybody knows about. And I was, I just realized it. Like I've been doing it for a year basically for myself. And I realized, oh no, not everybody knows about this. So yeah, <laughs> here we are to talk about it. Make sure everybody knows. Um, I think we're talking about other form, different forms of parasites because I know that you want to bring up something else. My intention that I mainly want to talk about right now is what I call these like energetic parasites. And so I like to think them them as like these little, you know, like the little devil on your shoulder kind of thing. But to me, it's an energy form. It's an energy form that's coming in to um, try to disturb you. And it could be when you're doing, you're having a really amazing day. You're like, everything's going really well. Like it doesn't have to be a bad day at all. They want to disturb you because when your energy's at a really good place and you're at a good level, they have no food. These are, that's why they're parasites because they're feeding off you. It's like, like a leech, right? Was it leech? A leech? Yeah, like a leech. Yeah, like yeah. a leech. Like leeches feed off of you, but your blood, well, in this case, they're feeding off of your energy. And they need you in a lower vibrational place. So I feel like they're very much around you if you are in a bad place and you're not doing cleansing and doing all this work on yourself. You definitely probably have a few. Um, But if you are in a really good place and you've been doing your work and cleansing, they can still pop in and try to go, let me see if we can get Lucia this time around. Like It's not like you are in a really good vibration and you're not going to be disturbed ever again in your life as long as you stay there. They're going to continue to try. Um, because you are a food source and you know, why would they try to hunt you? I guess you could say. (laughs) So I recognize them. Maybe there are other forms when they're around me that I haven't picked up yet, but I, in the last year, my activeness has been, I recognize them when a thought pops into my head. And like, I say this like as a mom, it's something that happens much more. It's like they use your debilitating, like love for your child they use that to their advantage and they like pop into your head the imagery of like your child having this massive accident you go no no I would hate that to happen oh my god no it's like you have this like mini little freak out as a mom inside but it came out of nowhere because your child is just sitting there eating like ice cream next to you or something like nothing's <laughs> nothing bad that is sounds horrible it's awful Lorena it's like pops into your head and in the beginning I was like oh my god this must be a mom thing and it took me you know two or so years to start figuring out 
that it wasn't my brain. It was actually one of those energetic parasites trying to disturb me. When I finally picked up on it, about a year now, I've been, the first thing I say, I state, get out of my system, get out of my brain, get out of my thought process. Like, because they're telepathically sending you stuff. So like, you're not permitted to disturb me right now. So I, I do the warrior thing. I just start fighting back with my words. It, I don't say it out loud though. Cause a lot of times it might happen. Like even when like, I'm, I don't know, in public or something, I'm at a supermarket or something. And it pops in and then I'll, and in my head, I'll be like saying it really forcefully, but in my head, like you're not permitted. I'm not giving you permission. You can't be here. I'm in a good place and you have no space for, to disturb me. Right. And so, and then what I do is I blow up the image that they'd sent me. So I'll, I'll hold that image for a second that they were sending me of that, like, for example, the accident. And I will either throw a bunch of white light at it that like burns and disappears it. Or sometimes if I'm like, this image is awful. I don't want this to happen ever. I'll like throw fire at it in my brain and go <laughs> and like blow it up. Like right? a dragon. Yeah. And it goes away. I swear to God, it goes away before like, and I can say this because I know I've been doing this for almost a year now. Before when I wasn't doing that, I'll be like, oh my God, no, 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 no. And I'll like shake my head and go, no, 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 no. And then it will go I away. Use, I do that. I do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's like the human condition to like try to knock it out of your head. You know what that reminds me of? Do you remember uh, Marcelo, our friend in, in Uruguay? His mom taught him to say, choose, choose. Yes. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> so every time like he would, he would imagine something, he'd go, choose, 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 choose. Yeah. yeah. So I remember it's that. like he was already doing it. His mom taught him to get rid of it in another way. Right. So I think that's what he was, is his way of functioning. My choose, choose is basically throwing fire at it or throwing light at it. And also demanding that saying that they don't have space. But before I was started doing this about a year ago, I would do the, like you do like the head shaking thing and it would go away. And then something a little bit later would come back again. So it wouldn't end there. But with my new system now, it doesn't come back. It might, they might pop in a week later or two weeks later, but it's like, they realize that I'm standing my ground and I, I recognize them. I'm like, Oh, I spot you. Huh? I'm watching you get out of here, man. Like <laughs> that takes a lot of awareness for one, because sometimes when we're in that energy or thinking those things, we, we lose sight of what we're doing or what we're feeling or we know what we're feeling, but we get lost in those thoughts, right? So I think awareness is a big one for us to be able to break that cycle, be it thoughts or you know, like you're talking about these parasites. I mean, and that's what I kind of said when you mentioned this episode. I was like, let's talk about our thoughts, our ego. Let's talk about those things because I think that also has something to do with it. But also when we were talking about this low vibrational energy, the first thing that came to mind for me was being stressed. I think being stressed, being overwhelmed, feeling sad or low because of something that's going on in our life, that also allows those parasitic kind of energies to come in a little bit more, be it thoughts or whatever that is. So we have to, we have to take care of ourselves because when we're taking care of ourselves, we're more present, we're more grounded, we're more able to like stop and observe those thoughts or those things going on in our head so that we can bring awareness to them bring that energy. But I, I want to mention because Lucia was like, I'm like, so what is it that you say? And Lucia's like, said a lot of curse words, guys, in Spanish. So <laughs> I'm not going to repeat them here, but there is a lot of curse words. I've become like, so. you guys remember my episode with like the Kevin Bacon, um, Oh yeah. Intrusion oh, yeah. and all I, I, my genuine words that I was, I shared and I was like, okay, that was a lot of cursing, but I'm going to share it anyways. That's how I am. Get the bleep out of here. I didn't bleep and invite you. 
you good for nothing, blah, 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 blah. Like, like I'm literally bringing them down and, and letting them know who I, who, what I know they're doing and why they're there and letting them know that I don't agree with them and that I don't accept it and they cannot come and bother me to serve me. And I know they're going to come back in a few days or in a week and they're going to try it again. And I'm like, bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> Bluff image. Yeah, get out of here. Lots of bleeps. Yeah. But that's the way I function. That doesn't mean everybody has to curse to get them away. It's no, the way I, mean, I if like. if that resonates with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I build up like, it's like, it makes me feel empowered. It makes me feel I'm standing up for myself. And it's just my war. That's how I function with my warrior energy. Our grandma, like our, our grandma, we talk about her a lot. She used to say that cursing is a good thing. Do you remember? Yeah. Like mom would get so angry at me because when I was young, I would curse and grandma's like, Oh no, no, let her, she's getting all the junk out. It's so good. <laughs> I don't know. And she's a woman, like you yeah. said, doesn't curse. She doesn't curse at all. No, she doesn't. But maybe she felt the energy behind what you were doing and that you needed to vent or get something out too. Right. But yeah, I, I definitely think for me personally, my thoughts can play a huge role in many things like that I feel aren't aligning with me or that make me doubt myself. So that's where I have to really bring awareness and be like, no, 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 no. (laughs) You know, like shake, like we were talking about, you were talking about shaking. Like that's what animals do. They shake, you know, after something's freaked them out or they're going through something traumatic, they shake their entire body. For water, of course, they get the water. They shake off energy. Yeah. So I think a physical form would also be like, you could, put up your boundary. You can say those words and then shake or move your body. I think that's, you know, you're moving energy. Yeah. I think that helps. That feels I mean, like it helps. That blow up thing or that like hitting something with really bright white, white light or whatever color light you want to destroy it. I feel like you can do that. This isn't just, just go for those energetic parasites. Like you said, that can go for your own. You can destroy your own thoughts just like you can create them. You say, you know what? I don't stand for this anymore. I just, I just thought of this and I'm putting myself down or I don't know. I'm not believing in myself and I'm imagining myself not su- succeeding. Boom. Blow that up, man. Get rid of it. Yeah. Like we can create, we're creators, which means that we can also destroy what we create. Well, you know, from an energetic place, of course. Right. Of course. Yeah, of course. Um, I guess my question for you, because I don't, I feel it more to be my thoughts and it doesn't feel as deep as I I feel like I was in that energy a while back where like worst case scenarios would pop up in my head. That's what it is. Yes. Worst case scenarios. Literally, I would feel it. I would feel it throughout my time. It would bring anxiety. Yeah. It happens like that. Anxiety. Because the second that you start feeling that they're getting their food, they want you to get to that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't don't know if it's yours. I don't know if that's yours. So, some Maybe of them not. might be, but I think some of them are, are, are those energetic parasites. I don't feel that as much, but I'm also becoming really like the last couple of weeks that I've been here in Uruguay, I've been really, really trying to like manifest the crap out of everything, <laughs> really trying to get in my worth. I'm taking a special, um, flower essence remedy that I made for myself and being as consistent as I can with that. And consciously being aware of my thoughts, consciously being aware of my limiting beliefs, especially with work and my, and my own, you know, way of showing up. And it's incredible how, if you make that part of your routine, you know, maybe like this, like I'm aware of these thoughts of these parasites. If I can keep doing, like, it feels like they're less likely to come up 
or yeah, for it to be an issue. It'll ha- it'll still happen. I mean, that's why we have a mind. Yeah. We have an ego, right? But it'll be less of an issue. And think, I think it will think affect about us it less. In like a colder sense. Think about it like a tiger hunting, um, like a gazelle, right, in the wild. Gazelle, you mean? Gazelle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Sorry, a gazelle. Think about, like, who is that, who is his best prey? It's not going to be, it's not going to be the one that goes fast and that's really athletic and it's got, its, you know, it spots him right away and can run away really, really quickly and get away from it. Like, you're not the good prey anymore. You, 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 you're watching him. You know exactly what he stands for. You know exactly what he wants and he can't get you anymore. He can try, but he can't. Right. So that's why, yeah, you need to be stronger. You need to be more aware. Yeah. You can't be attacked. Exactly. Doesn't mean though they'll never try again. That's what I'm trying to say. Like they're going to continue to try, but just like I do this, I, I, I tell them to go away. I do all my, you know, curse words or whatever I'm feeling at the time. I'm blowing up the image saying, it's not saying it's out of me. I'm not, I'm not having it. And they go away. Whereas before, like you, I might've started feeling like, oh my God, if that were to happen to Aurora, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like I would go through a process of actually thinking about what's, if that were to happen or what is the worst case scenario if that did happen? And oh my goodness. And how would I feel? And oh no, I would lose my child. And and I would go through the whole, it's almost like I was already mourning it. Yeah. And I was food. I just became food. I want to, but I want to like separate because I don't want people to think that if you have a parasitic energetic thought form that comes in, that doesn't mean you're haunted. They're not following no. you around no, no. everywhere. You're not being like actively haunted. You're, they're just passing through to get a little bit of like, you know, drink some apple juice. You're just their apple juice at the time. Sip some of their <laughs> apple juice and they move on to the next prey or whatever. Apple juice. Yeah, I don't know. They're what about just, wine? <laughs> well, they, what, they like people that, that do drugs and drink alcohol. But if you're doing it from a place of like, you're just, in, you're, let's say you're having a meal and you're like, oh, uh, I'm having my amazing meal. Oh, this, look at the spread of cheese. And oh, I really want some, a red wine with this right now. Like you're having your wine from a good place. Your mindset is okay. If your boyfriend just broke up with you or your girlfriend just broke up with you and you're like, oh my gosh, and oh, this is awful. And I go and I pour myself a glass of wine. That's, that's when they're like, bingo, Lucia, I can get her right now. She's a, she's at, she's at a perfect spot for me to go and uh, energetically bother her to feed off of her. So everything you do, as long as you're doing it from a, a positive place, it's really hard for them to get to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a good good thing that you pointed that out because I, I didn't think that, but maybe some people might because obviously we're talking about energy and stuff. So this is just really more about becoming accountable as well of like our energy, our thoughts, and what we're doing to help ourselves because I think if we're in this energy of in general with a good intention of taking care of ourselves, sleeping well, bringing good thoughts in, trying to manifest, trying to co-create, trying to, you know, work on our self-esteem, our self-love. I feel like we're less in that low vibrational energy. Of course, things can happen, like you said, you know, someone broke up with you, there's a, a passing in the family, you know, you lost your job, whatever that is, right? And those things can bring us down, like, you know, we're only human. We have emotions. That's why we're here to experience those emotions, go through them, feel them. Yeah. But, you know, we have to make sure that we're 
we're taking care of ourselves. Because in those moments when we do take care of ourselves and we acknowledge those emotions and we don't get stuck in them, then we're less likely to to fall into that energy of not being able to pick ourselves up. Because I think that's when we're the lowest is when we're more vulnerable, right? Yeah. Um, But I also think, you know, going into the thoughts that we were talking about, you know, for me, that's always been a struggle. Like I even have said on the podcast before, sometimes I've maybe not so much now, but in the past I've had trouble figuring out or understanding or deciphering between a thought and a feeling. They would mix up for me because I, I wasn't in this energy of listening to myself or understanding what I needed. And now that's less likely to happen. I feel more like I know when an emotion is bringing up a thought or a thought's bringing up an emotion, right? Because I can think, I can actively think about really positive things happening and, and co-creating and manifesting. And then all of a sudden I'm bringing all these great feelings into my environment and into my body But when it's backwards and I'm letting the thoughts take over, which they will eventually, we have to be aware and then we can, we can like move around them. But when I let those thoughts take over, then the emotions are like, oh, why am I feeling so, why am I really anxious right now? What's going on? And I have to like center myself and think, okay, what's going on in my brain? I couldn't do that before. It was really, really hard. Well, I'm just thinking about that, like. Have I ever confused a thought with a feeling? I don't know. No, I don't. I mean, you, we talked about this before, and you, for you, no, you know? I don't think so. I don't think so. You're very clear on your, what you feel. You're very passionate. Like, for me, it was more coming from this place of childhood of feeling like I had to minimize myself and not get in the way and be good. So then I put my needs to the side and my emotions to the side. And, and, and I mean, everybody knows, and we've talked yeah. about, at least in my solo episode of talking about going back to Uruguay, I mean, two weeks in, I think it was, or even maybe a week into having moved to Uruguay when we were, when I was around 16, I started with panic attacks, like huge panic. I was literally convulsing. I didn't un- understand like what was happening. I was so scared and it was the repressed emotions. I was repressing I think we, but everything. But we all got it. It wasn't just you. It wasn't that you couldn't handle it. We but for all me, were having I, I something. Mean, I had fit, like I was trembling. Like my whole body was I shaking. I was eating, Lorena. I was starving I was, all the time. I, was, I couldn't eat. <laughs> I, I was, was like, I can't eat. I feel like I'm going to die. Eating, and I was eating the food that mom yeah. wasn't eating. And I was We all experienced weight. it differently. It was so weird. We all, we all experienced it different, differently. But I'm just saying my my story, like how I had no, it. No, I know. I Why repressing things is not good. Yeah. I, I, rem, I remember just being so hungry that I started crying because I was tired of being hungry. <laughs> That's anxiety for you. I mean, yeah. for some people, it's the opposite, right? For me, it was I, my stomach. I couldn't. I felt like I was going to die. I don't know. I felt like I, I was going to choke on something. My, that's how th- closed my throat was. Yeah. And I couldn't explain what I was feeling because that was even like very isolating. Like I couldn't explain to mom and dad or you. I was like, they're going to think I'm crazy. Why would we think you're like, crazy? Remember, we were all going crazy in our own way. Well, I think I went crazy first. <laughs> well, I say crazy. I shouldn't say that word. I'm, that's not like a good way to explain it. Like I thought I was going, it, I don't know. I thought something was wrong with me. Like no one's going to understand me feeling alone. It was really weird. And you know, I think in those moments, it's good to, to lean on a professional, somebody that can understand you so they can give you the support that you need. 
but it was all too much. It was so quick. Well, we ended up so... going to all three of us. We ended up going to yeah, but a like a year and a half later, didn't we? I can't. I, I yeah, really, it was like, at least a year it later. All meshed into like yeah, <laughs> like one moment in time for me. It, that all happened when I had my vertigo and I couldn't get out of bed, and my mom, mom, my mom, <laughs> our mom took us to the to the doctor, and then I think after that we all went. So he's like, you should go see a psychiatrist. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, but my like, I never, I never in my mind thought that was associated to all these weird symptoms I was having of vertigo. Like I was, my throat was closed up. I, I was totally, shaking. Like, because you, we didn't know at the time, like we weren't wise enough to know that your emotional body can dictate your, your physical body. It can literally 100%, carry yeah. it out and, and process things for you, or it can like not handle it and like start breaking down. And we were talking about thoughts, right? So the thoughts also affect us emotionally because if we can stop in a specific time of the day, we're feeling, let's say we're feeling anxious, right? If you stop for one second, and this is a practice I think many of us need to get into, you just stop, just take a breath, close your eyes and you observe, what am I thinking right now? And you'll probably find it's something worst case scenario or some low vibrational thought of something that usually runs like a like a broken record in your head that you can't yeah. get a, a loop, yeah. Or it's just something that you're imagining happening, or that could happen, or or something some, you're dreading that's coming yourself. up, or you have to yeah. go to work tomorrow. Like that happened or... to me for the the dentist. Like days before I go to the dentist, I'm already freaking out. <laughs> like it's. Interesting, but you know, another thing with these thoughts or emotions, sometimes when we can vocalize them, say, oh, I'm thinking this right now, or I'm feeling this right now, or saying that to somebody, all of a sudden you can just like bring awareness to it. And for me, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little anxious right now about my, my dentist appointment. And then I can talk to myself be like, okay, I'm anxious right now. That's, that's, it's okay to feel anxious, but what am I really scared of? And then I can rationalize it a little bit and be like, oh, actually nothing's going to happen because every other time I've went, nothing happened. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's where the thoughts can take over. Right. And it's like, holy crap. I'm already thinking I'm going to like choke and die at the dentist. What? I don't you know what I'm thinking. Choking? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually starting to get to the bottom of that. I mean, it's interesting. Just imagine. Do you, you want me to? I can talk about just it. Just imagine you slapping the person that's choking you and getting running away or something. <laughs> no, because the whole thing with a dentist, right, is they make you lay back. Yeah. And you're laying, and I I don't like drinking water even laying down, and I'm always have this oh, weird fear of choking. Like I that's why it's always been. Remember, Lorena, we could never get you to take pills. You were like, that's what they, I was just going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, they stopped making medication for kids in liquid form, and I was already taking the pill, which I was younger than you, and you wouldn't take it. I used Mom to chew like, up my pills. Yeah. I used to chew. Well, now I've been taking pills for a few years, like decent sized pills. <laughs> and I still, every time I'm going to take, and I take about one, two, about seven pills. I take, when I say pills, they're supplements, they're vitamins, things that like I've talked to my, my doctor about. And I am on probiotics. I'm on omegas. Uh, vitamin D's are usually really small, but I'm on a bunch of other stuff like quercetin and stuff like that. And it's literally taken me three years to start to become kind of not freaked out about it. And then I was talking to my therapist about it, like probably like a month and a half ago or something. And I was 
you're like, you know, I was like, it's going to sound really random, but I'm really scared of choking and I'm scared of taking pills and I'm scared like emetophobia. A lot of people talk about it like throwing up because I'm afraid of choking. Um, well, did you do you that's like really, I'm like, it's there must really, be something more past life. Yeah. This is like really vulnerable of me to say this. I'm just, I've never think I've ever talked about this, but I was talking to her and she's like, well, tell me a little bit about, cause she does a lot of family constellations. So she's like, tell me a little bit about how you came into the world. I was like, well, and not even, I mean, and I work with people and I come to these realizations with people in readings, but I never thought about my own because I've never actually talked to somebody about it this deeply. And I was talking about how, you know, I was, my mom, mom's water broke with me. Right. And I had swallowed amniotic fluid and I was in, she's like, she, she was in delivery for 41 hours. Like she was just, I don't even know the pain she was in poor mom. Um, and when I came out, they had, they had to suction me out because I didn't, I didn't want to And they out. used like, I really forceps, did. I think, which is the pretty forceps, bad. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, not suction. They, they force up me out. Um, and then I was, I was in the hospital for a few days because I don't know if it was cause they deformed my face or it was like the liquid I had swallowed, um, like you're not supposed to swallow it. So I don't know if I, I was kind of sick. And then another thing that came up, cause I, associated it a lot with just maybe an experience I'd had when I was older. Right. But the way I came into the world, just that swallowing that, and maybe that was really scary and thinking I was going to die. And then also what came up and I, I didn't think of this, you were really sick when you were born, like really sick. Right. Um, and you couldn't keep anything down. That was like a whole issue. We couldn't figure out what was wrong with you until grandma came in and she figured everything out and then you got the help you needed. But literally imagine all of that. You were literally spitting up everything. And I think there was some fear around that too of choking because mom had a lot of fear of you choking and probably um, I associated with something an experience mom had to because she always talked about it. Of her she mom always talks choking. about mom, her, her mom choking. Her, grandma. Yeah, our grandma. Yeah. So I always associated with that. I was like, oh, it was probably that and then maybe an experience I had. But really that too, because that was a huge issue. Imagine the fear that they were feeling with you of you, something happening. They had to put you, they had to like lay you down in a specific inclination so that you wouldn't, you know, I think I even mom, mom said like, I had to sleep on my side for like, I don't know how many days. Like I talked to her the other day. But that about goes, it that goes for all, you up. always have to like, you shouldn't like, well, I don't remember now because we're as older. But they but gave her a specific like, excuse or like, because this and this and. Like babies can't sleep on their face, BS. like down on their stomach because they can suffocate. No, but they specifically, they, she has to lay on this side because otherwise this or this could happen. So she, imagine the fear a mother would have, you know, and, and, and this started to all click. I was like, what the heck? Like there's so many different facts. It's not one. It could be all of it put together. Plus all the stories, plus all the fear that I might've taken on from mom because imagine you hearing, oh my God, your daughter, your daughter's sick. Like, and this, this might happen. She might choke to death and die. Like, oh my God, like that's scary. That's scary. Imagine the fear that we take on, you know, we talk about inherited family trauma, right? You take on yeah, that, yeah. that fear. So that subconsciously is in me and I'm working through that because yeah, it's you weird. should do like and a hypnosis like session that. and relive it. I know that it doesn't sound nice to relive it. It really isn't. I did rebirthing. Oh, did you? I did rebirthing once. Yeah, with our original, um, well, the teacher that I studied level one and level two with, and you studied as well. And um, yeah, it was interesting. I don't feel like it really worked for me though. 
Oh my God, my experience was amazing. My rebirthing experience. Mm. Like we did in a pool with water yeah. and someone was holding you like you were your mom and you were the baby again. Oh, that just, would be cool. Oh my God. And then like, so she's, so she's sitting in the, we, we took turns. So I was a mom first. And the person that had her experience with me, like, it, it went exactly the way her birth was, which is insane. I don't remember her details now. And then it was her turn to hold me as her child. You have to connect with the person. Like, they become your mom. The experience, like, somehow they start feeling how your mom felt at the time. It's the weirdest that's thing. That's family constellations right yeah, there. Yeah, but it's rebirthing. But, it, yes, that's what it is. And um, I know that I started feeling, like, she'd say, you're month one, and you're in this process, and blah, blah, blah. So you're, she's trying to get you into that moment we're month two and now blah 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 and now you're you know she's describing that now you can do this you can do that you can move your fingers you can da, 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 da. and I know that I started fading out and I was like oh my god oh my god I feel so sick oh my god I'm gonna throw up oh my god I feel so sick oh my god I'm gonna throw up oh my god I couldn't take it I don't even know what month she was on and I was just trying to hold till month to like to like the month nine like so it can come out on time right like I was like I can't make it I can't make it and I jumped out of her arms and I got out of the pool and I ran to the bathroom and went I just started throwing up so much Lorena so much and then so they have like a psychologist there so like it's not just like her that's like the, the Cassie Gargas reader lady she, the psychologist is there to kind of be like help you process stuff and so she came into the bathroom she was okay and then when I sat down to talk to my supposed mother and 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 the Kashuk teacher at the time She's like, what happened? I said, I was in so much pain. I don't even know what month you were on, and I don't even know what happened. All I know is I couldn't take it anymore. She's like, we were on month eight. And I said, that, and she's like, does that sound familiar? I said, I think I was born in month eight, actually. I think I, I didn't make it to nine. I think I was premature, and I was around eight. And she's like, oh, well, then that's not a coincidence, of course. And, and then I was like, yeah, I was feeling really bad. And the girl that, that was holding me said, I swear to God, I was ready to let you go. Month seven, I couldn't deal with you anymore. She's like, I couldn't deal oh with you gosh. anymore. It was so much pain, so much pain. And um, and she's like, for some reason, I knew that you had to throw That's... up. It was the weirdest thing she said to me. And she's like, what's it throwing up about? And I said, I, well, I was born, after I was born, everything that, like, my mom couldn't give me milk, I was just throwing up and throwing up. I'm like, so... I just relived the throwing up all over again, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's really crazy. Yeah, so, like, yeah. it's it's insane. And I always thought to myself... Rebirthing's interesting. It is interesting. I always thought to myself that if I ever... Because this was level three. This was a mastery. So, like, in level three, you need to get out a bunch of your junk because you're about to teach people to become a cash record reader. And so you need to process a lot of your own stuff to be prepared to be, like, a little bit more of a, like, responsibility, like, be a teacher. So it was three days of a lot of work, and that was that was like day one, Lorena. <laughs> like, yeah. like, well, I mean, that's that's kind of the way it works, right? Yeah. Like you, you need to. It, it's. I think it's interesting that you actually felt and had a physical experience because that was probably even more cleansing. Yeah. Even more healing. That's yeah. why I always tell people in readings: if you feel anything, honor that. Don't hold it back. You know, no one's here to judge you, and. The more you can feel and let things out, the more you're going to heal. You're going to let go of stuff that you don't need anymore. Yeah. Feelings, emotions, whatever that is. But yeah, I think that the, the rebirthing is interesting. It could be something, maybe we can get somebody to talk about that on here. I think that could be really interesting. Yeah, it would be. And, and the customer has talked about this before. We haven't talked about it like on the podcast, I think, but because this is something that they talked about a lot in the beginning when we first started. It was this whole thing about it's so important how children come into the world. And they were talking about how so many C-sections, especially like, I don't know about other countries, but Uruguay, you oh, Brazil book, too. 
Yeah, you book in your C-section. People actually don't go to have their child. The doctor goes, okay, when do you want to have it? All right, this is their virgin. Okay, let's do it this day. And they book it in, and they just want to do your C-section, and they want you out. They want you in, they want you out, right? Yeah. And I, yeah. I understand that it's like a doctor thing because of their timing and their schedules. I also understand that they're making more money. But for the child, and don't, don't even, I mean, for the mother, of course, it's traumatic because it's an operation, right? But for the child, how they come into this world that actually can define a lot of how that's going to go for them in the future. Of course. You know, something we talked, I don't know, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this on here because, you know, we always talk about astrology and how important the time, the place, um, the date you're born. And one of the girls in my class, she works with deliveries. I don't remember if it was like the intensive care unit for for children. I don't remember, but she, she sees when when children are born and we were talking about like two things like the first one being when is it, it when is the official time of the of the baby being born it's when its head comes out oh it's not when it's so, fully out it's when its head's out no when the head comes out at least oh. and then we were talking about like at a spiritual level because obviously our the moment we're born we actually come into this incarnation as a soul that says a lot that can, that can help us understand ourselves so much. That's, that's what, you know, at least astrology is for me. This like, and why I study it. Contrary information that I have two different sources that say two different things about when the soul goes into the body. Well, this is what they, the time we're talking about time and astrology. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I, how I perceive it so, as well. So, supposedly I was taught that, you know, that typical like cry a baby has, um, like mm-hmm. when it's born, it's like, Wah! it's like a really, it's like a really, scream. Yeah. It's a, supposedly that's the moment that, that's what I was taught. The moment that the soul has just entered that into the body. Right. Yeah. But for but astrology if you read reasons, those reincarnation books, the soul's already hanging out three months, four months in, for example, in, in the mom's yeah. body. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it depends. I think it depends, but for astrology sake, it's the moment the baby comes out, not when it cries. Yeah. Um, and that's the time that they put in. So if we look at it in a spiritual sense, the baby being born in a C-section, via a C-section, sorry, is was that part of their destiny? Is that part of how... Is that the, the, Maybe it's the only way they can come in so they can be born at that exact time. It could be. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, but, I, I, I ponder that a lot, actually. I, yeah, it could be. It could be. It could be, yeah. <laughs> There's different ways, yeah. Or maybe they have to come premature, or maybe um, they're late. Uh, and maybe there's complications, so they're a little bit late and they can have the, the correct ascendant and the correct, um, just correct alignments. But astrology to me says so much. It can really give you that understanding of yourself that I don't, I've have, I really honestly, don't know any other tool that's given me that to that extent and that like maybe the Akashic records in some sense, but I mean like personality, um, struggles in the sense of like, you know, things that are happening. It can, it can give you like insight on that. And then maybe if you want to go deeper for the healing part, the Akashic records can give you that at the same level or deeper sometimes. But 
I don't know. I it's, think it's, it's interesting. interesting. Yeah, I, and I, I do think that it's calculated to the T. I think souls can 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 get Me it too. to happen. And you know what pops into my head? One of the reincarnation stories of the book I was reading. So I started reading a new one. Um, that's like European cases because the one that I read before was mostly Thailand and Asia and stuff like that. But this one is specifically European cases. I thought, oh, I went, uh, interesting. I was wondering if I, I'm going to spot a place like nearby or somewhere like that I know here, right? So I was like, okay. But um, these cases are like very early on. These are like 1900s in the beginning, right? But one of them was supposedly, I don't remember the backstory, but I know that the soul supposedly spoke to the, um, I think it's the cousins of so the mom and the the mom and the dad were gonna have a baby, but the these cousins of that those family members were doing like a Ouija board kind of setup, and this soul kept talking to them, talking to them. The reason why it came to them was because it had it had to do with the the girl that was the one of the cousin the girl that was there because he had worked for her family or something, and now he's gonna be reborn into her family, but like from a, another cousin, and um. What the soul was saying through the Ouija board was that in the, in the beginning, they, they did it for a while, but in the beginning it was really hard to, to communicate apparently. They weren't sure if they believed it. And, the, and then they, he said, this is, the, this is the people that I'm going to be born into. And they didn't even know that person was pregnant. And then they had like some sort of family event wow. month or two in and they found out that she was pregnant. <laughs> and and wow. then the person even said, I will be born on, I think they said September 24th in blah, 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 blah year, this month, this day, like to the T. And that baby was born on that day, in that month, in that year. Like, of course, the year was right. <laughs> but like, Of course, the, the year. The Unless day, you're like in January or something. Yeah. Like. But like the day in the month, exactly. And the other thing they said, how do we know it's really your reincarnation? How are we able to confirm that? And he said, I'm, you're going to see that my, because he had deformity before he died, the guy had a deformity in his ear. And he said, you'll, you'll find out that I have a, I have that, I still have the, that, that thing in my ear. And when they finally met the baby, there was a bandage all around the baby's head. And the couple said, hey, what's, why is there, and they didn't even remember the ear thing. They said, what's wrong with the baby? Why does it have the bandage? I said, oh, we think that he cut his ear in my womb. We don't know. Maybe he was laying on the wrong way. The doctor's not sure what happened, but he's going to be okay. And we pinned it down because he apparently was known for having his ear stick out. Oh on his gosh. only on his right side, and the baby had the same thing on the same ear on the right side. And they said we're just pinning it down to make sure that now it stays down; it doesn't stick out. <laughs> That's just. Cr- I wish they did that with my ears. <laughs> <laughs> but like, the, like, Man. do you understand That's that crazy? The go- well, the ghost. It wasn't a ghost. The spirit, the energy, told them through the Ouija board, "I will be born on this day in this month," and it was to the T. Yeah. So the soul nuts. had calculated it exactly amazing so that confirms your theory you know if you believe that case of course that confirms your theory no and i do i in that sense i do anyway i want to go back to the thoughts for a second um i was just thinking that we are going to bring on courtney right yes so we're going to talk a little bit more in profound like in a profound way about thoughts and things external to us that's true so i think that'll be a good like segue if we can get her on before the next episode um, airs. Well, I was actually going to propose to you to record with her either this or next week. So we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That would be amazing Yeah, because I think she has a lot to say because, you know, we're talking about these parasitic things, thoughts, but 
I think they can also come from outside of us sometimes. And we don't even realize that we're being affected by it. That's the thing. Like people are taught that everything that's in your brain is actually yours, but because we're not taught that par- the, the tele- telepathic communication exists. Mm-hmm. And it's a thing like, yeah, it is. It, a thing. It's just like when yeah. I think about, I had to call Lorena and then you, you go all the damn oh, time and then you look at your phone, right? Like, yep. it's like, I don't know. It's like, wait, no, I'm trying to think of it. It's like, I'm thinking of you and then I see your, your call come in. I'm just telepathically picking up that you're thinking about me because you're literally dialing my number in that moment. But my phone that just is, didn't ring. That yet, happens to right? me. All of the time. That's just telepathic communication. It's not that you're about to predict your phone ringing, and I know that it's Lorena. It's literally I'm telepathically receiving your signal that you're thinking about me, thinking about calling me, and I I I, I perceive it. I receive it. Yeah. I was so yeah. into telepathic communication. That was the first books I ever took out of the library when I got a library card. Oh my. I was like nine, I think, and I was like, "Mom, can you take oh me to the library?" I was already getting out spiritual books at nine years old. <laughs> Speaking of reading, I got an e-reader. I'm, so, I love it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's nice. I love it's nice. it. I have like thirty books on there, and now. you don't have to carry the thirty books. No, because I brought two books with me here to Uruguay, and I'm like, I was contemplating. I was like, should I get the e-reader? I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Yeah. And the fact that yeah, I have so many books at home, and I don't want to have. I'm trying to be more minimalist, you know. In certain things, I don't want to buy a bunch of stuff and have things laying around everywhere. So it kind of feels good no. to be able to just like be like, oh, what book do I want to read? And it's literally just this little thing in my hand. I'll be sometimes like outside sitting in the sun and I'll be reading, I'll read one chapter of reincarnation book and then I'll pop out and read one about like something else. It's like my mood changes and I can just change the book on the spot and I'll read one chapter of another book. Like I'll just jump from yeah. one book to the other. Like yeah. it's amazing. You can do that. It's so cool. It's amazing. Yeah. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. I'll put uh, a link to the one I have and the one you have because we have different ones. Yeah. I have the Kobo. Um, Yeah. I have the paper white. I like it. Is that the name of the brand? I kind of wish it was a little bit bigger, but in the same sense, I'm like, actually, this is the perfect size. No, I like, mine's not really big and I like the size. Yeah. It's actually good. It's comfortable to hold in your hand. Yeah. And And it's funny because with the the phone, when you hold it, yeah. And when you hold it sideways, like a phone, turns unless you have it locked screen yeah and i'm and I, sometimes I'm like oh wait i can move it like i'm laying down i can look at it sideways <laughs> i'm like and it's not gonna like turn on me it's weird but um yeah so hopefully we can get courtney on and talk about this in a different perspective and i think you really what you wanted your point to get across today was that this exists and how you manage it yeah because i think that's a good point like you said you're you're putting up that energy, you're throwing light or fire at it, depending. And it can come up at any time. So we have to be aware. I don't aware know like it. how it is that I started that a year ago. Like, I don't know. I don't remember like if it was like, like an aha. I don't remember what it was, but I knew that one day I was like, this isn't mine. What, what is this? This isn't mine. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like I realized that it wasn't mine. So I was, I said, well, let me try. I think I was, I mean, I, I began by experimenting. I thought, oh, let me try this out because I really had a feeling it wasn't mine. And I did that. And I realized that now a year in, I barely get them now. 
That's great. If you compare it a year ago, I was getting maybe three times, four times more of those thought processes and like boom, 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 boom. Right. So yeah. Um, That's important. Yeah. That's your awareness, your meditation, all the work that you've been doing. It pays off. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think as human beings, we want to see, we want to see results quickly I know that I have one thing that's really good about me. Only one. No, <laughs> no come on. No, I'm really good at being consist- consistent. Like once I say I'm going to do this, like I'm really good at doing it every day and just staying at it and then making it into like the typical, they say like, if you, once you make it a habit, it's easy. Yeah. So that's what I love about something. Like when I just, when I finally feel the urge to do something and if that's good for me, I know that I'm going to be consistent with it. Like, I mean, I yeah. have like Sandra here. Like, well, but we'll like I'll buy him a supplement for something he's been complaining about, and he'll take it for two days. This is not doing anything, and then I'll just stop taking it. Like, dude, you're not gonna see the results in two days. Like, be consistent with it. Of course, yeah, that's with anything. Even like flowers. You think about flower essences. Yeah. If you take it twice a day, you're probably not gonna feel anything. You have to be taking it four drops four times a day, every day. And I always, with flour, I always try to take it at the same time every day. Yeah, I need, to, I need to do that. But right now, I'm all over the place with my times. I've been so busy. But um, yeah, yeah, that, that's going to be a goal. But I'm just glad I'm taking it four times a day. <laughs> yeah. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> so but, I think yeah. the only thing I would want to end this, from my side, end this uh, episode with is you, you have to re- you, I want people to realize that not every thought is your thought. That's actually something that's going to be a lot of, I think it's going to be new for a lot of people because it was really new for me. What do you mean not every thought is my thought? It's my brain. It's mine. Like, how could it not be mine, right? That's what I always thought. I was like, I remember going through the mental process of making myself go, no, what? (laughs) So I like worked really hard to get to the place where I could accept that something can come and throw something into my brain that's not mine. Like, it just felt really invasive and I didn't want to accept it for a long time. And then when I finally did, I was like, okay, okay. How can I empower myself? How can I get rid of it? Right. And I have to say, yeah, I, in my mind, I confirmed it because they've gone away. So it it worked, which means that, yeah, it probably was someone else's, right? Not somebody else's. And even if it is yours, yeah. If it's yours and you're not aware of it, then it's going to start to control your life. It's going to make you feel probably not as good as you want to feel, not as aligned as you want to feel. So there's, there's power in that power in the awareness and the, in the realizing what's going on in your head and your ego so that you can align more with your higher self, your intuition, your well-being. I think that you benefit pretty much even your health. Because if you think about these low vibrational thoughts taking over and you're not being able to control them, And it's not really controlling them. It's just being aware of them so we can push them aside and bring in something better. Um, I mean, it can affect our health. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Our self-esteem. Even if it is yours, like I said before, just like you created it, you can destroy it. So who cares whose it is? Get rid of it. It's not going to suit you. Yeah. Amen. Throw some fire up on there. Like throw some light over there. We, destroy it yeah, I remember dad had a friend who would like pretend to throw grenades at things that he didn't want to see <laughs> I actually still remember that like it's this too. weirdest thing There's like, you know like you remember weird things about people yeah like I said for some reason I remember that no you I had forgotten about it when you reminded me a little while ago I'm like 
Oh my gosh, yes. I remember that. It was so funny. He would like. And I his, worked with him. He so. would take the pin out with his hand, the grenade. He'd take the pin out with his hand and he would throw it and then he would make the, the, the flames with his, <laughs> his yeah, hand gesture. Yeah. yeah. And I remember yeah. seeing that for the first time. I thought it was hilarious. And then dad and you would kind of do it joking around after because you worked with him and dad did too. And, yeah. um, and a few times in my head in the future, I would see scenarios I hated, and I would imagine him coming in and going, it's like the like grenade. everything up. Yeah. I'm out of here. We're done. And just leave it behind. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> yeah. That's but a hey, good, I mean, if use it, that if, if it, it helps you if feel it helps better. You. Like, if, if your boss is being yeah. really mean to you one day, and you're like, I'm done with you, just, like, throw a, an imaginary grenade at him and just feel better about it for a second or something. <laughs> like, whatever makes you feel mm-hmm. more empowered somehow. Like, maybe that grenade is not, it's not to destroy him, but it's to destroy the energy that he's giving you right now. Like, bam, Yeah, maybe they're just out, in a man. bad mood. Yeah, it's more of the energy, I would say, yeah. because you don't want to run away from things. You want to face them. No, yeah. It's, it's getting um, rid of the energy and yeah. saying, you're not, no, I'm not going to deal with it right now. I'm not, I'm yeah. not accepting this energy. I don't this is not in it. my energy field. I am not accepting it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We hope you guys enjoy the episode. As always, we'll be back next week, Monday, with a new, brand new episode. Hopefully, we'll have Courtney on really soon, so we'll keep you guys posted on that. And we'll also keep you posted on level two. We have some some more work to do with that, and we will keep you guys posted. So make sure you do sign up for our newsletter because we're letting our newsletter, um, the people in our newsletter know everything first. And uh, as well as as anybody that's done our level one or level um, level one or any other courses with us. So, yeah, if you do have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. We always include our contact forms on the show notes and we will see you guys next week. Have a great week. Take care of yourselves. We love you. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.